Hello listeners, welcome to the second episode of our Blimey Cast. This is the audio of a video that I recorded talking about eight Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu principles that can be applied to IELTS, to the IELTS context. So if you're struggling with IELTS, you definitely should hear this because you're going to understand and to learn some fundamental principles that are inside a fighter's mind, right? So this is quite relevant. I hope you all enjoy it. The video of this audio, it's also on YouTube at full length, and you can also check some bits of it in my Instagram profile, Blimey English. So without further ado, let's get started. You are listening to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. Hello everybody, it's Simon here from Blimey English and today we are going to make another video analyzing an article that I have written talking about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu principles applied to the IELTS context. Yes, that's it. This video is going to be available on YouTube. Also, you're going to get the chance to hear the audio of it in our blimey cast. So, I want to start saying that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a martial art, one of the most famous around the world. And if not the most effective, it's definitely considered to be one of the most effective techniques and martial arts to be used. I don't know how many of you know Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. If you know Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, tell me down in the comments because I want to know. And I've been training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for quite a long time. I'm a blue belt and of course all of us dream of the black belt, right? But that is a long way down the road, right? We just want, we just need to keep moving. That's it. And to start, I want to say to you that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu principles are some fundamental understandings that can help the people training it to improve and to become better, right? Now, if we take that to the IELTS context, we can clearly see how we can develop ourselves to the next level and make you reach higher marks like CLB, not CLB because CLB would be for immigration processes, right? That could get you to another band level, right? Like band seven, eight, or even band nine in speaking, right? Let's start seeing seeing the first principle. Principle one, I'm going to read for you the article and then we can discuss a bit, right? Principle one, soft art. Techniques, not strength. When you start practicing jiu-jitsu, you don't realize, but the more strength you use, the more likely you are to be defeated or put yourself in a difficult situation. It's like a double-wedged sword. Right? And this happens because Jiu-Jitsu uses a system of lever and pressure techniques. And those, those techniques overcome strength. Beginners, also called white belts, right? I told you I'm a blue belt, so beginners 
people starting Jiu-Jitsu are called white belts, right? So white belts tend to use too much strength during a rolling. Rolling is how we call our rounds of fights, right? When we're practicing. And that causes them to decrease their endurance and stamina. Right? Eventually, they will find themselves in a submission position with no way out. A submission position in Jiu-Jitsu is a position that you have no way out. There is no other way for you than surrounding, right? It's when, you know, when you see those videos, usually you can see this on... Uh, MMA videos, right? MMA fights that people just tap, right? So that tap or that those three taps are the signs that you have given up, right? Your opponent is the winner. So then they, the white belt, start noticing and learning that when you use techniques rather than pure strength, you can go further, right? Now, relating that to IELTS, Techniques could be seen as the knowledge of what to do. I'm going to repeat it for you. Techniques, in the IELTS, right, could be seen as the knowledge of what to do, what is expected from you, while strength can be seen as the act of simply talking and talking during the test. And it is not worth it simply talk and talk and talk and talk. You need to know what you need to do. Right? So, as a white belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the white belt in the IELTS test, the speaking part of the IELTS test, of course, the speaking component, the white belts would be people that just think they need to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. That would be considered the, the pure strength when you're practicing Jiu-Jitsu, right? But rather than that, they should learn how to apply techniques and technique by techniques I mean the knowledge of the test you need to know the structure you need to know what your examiner is expecting from you right now let's go see the the second principle right principle two size doesn't matter in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you learn quickly that size doesn't matter. What matters is your skills. I've seen blokes weighing 60 kilos only defeating others with 120. And that was easy, I kid you not. It's simply incredible. They are so skilled that size simply doesn't matter, right? Bringing that to the IOTS test, context, right? The size of your talk, the size of your speech does not always matter. Some candidates reckon they should talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But again, they should rather focus on presenting a meaningful and precise answer, right? Focus on building your vocabulary, your fluency, your grammar and your pronunciation. Those are the skills you should be aiming at. Because during the speaking component of the test, you're going to be marked on four criterion, right? Fluency and coherence, lexical resource, which is basically your vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation so you need to understand you need to comprehend and do 
things that are expected from you for each criteria, right? It doesn't, it, it is simply not worth it for you to talk and talk and talk and talk. You can present a meaningful answer, right? An structured answer, right? Have that in mind. Let's go see the third principle. So principle three, a good grip matters. If you have a strong grip, because when you are practicing jujitsu, we are wearing what we call kimono, right? And sometimes, not sometimes, oftentimes, you would be grabbing, you'd be clasping at your opponent's kimono, right? To hold him or to move him, right? Or to apply some technique. So if you have a strong grip, you're more likely to execute your techniques better and more effectively. By doing that, it will be easier to get a dominant position and get a submission from your opponent, right? Imagine if I'm holding my opponent too soft, right? If they do this, I will lose him, right? I will lose them. So you need to have a strong grip, right? Using that in the IELTS context, the grip, the grip would be your ability to receive a subject to talk and develop an answer about it effectively, right? In order to do that, you need to practice your answers in assorted ways with questions that are unusual or that you might have trouble with. So you need to practice, you need to practice questions that you don't like. That's the thing. Some candidates just want to practice questions that are common, but you should be aiming at the difficult ones. The harder the question, the better it is for you to practice, right? Because you need to be accustomed. You need to be used to that kind of question. You don't know the question you get in your test, right? So you need to be prepared for the worst case scenario. You know what they say, right? If you fail to prepare, then prepare to fail, right? Okay, let's go see the next one. Principle four, keep training. Many simply abandon Jiu-Jitsu after a while because it's getting too difficult to evolve or to learn new techniques. This is quite true. I've seen this a lot. People just giving up after some time training because it's too difficult for them. And there is no other way to solve that than keep practicing. That's it. That's just what you need to do. You just need to keep practicing, right? I habitually say that practice takes you to evolution. Practice doesn't take you to perfection because perfection is something that we can never achieve. Perfection is just an idea for us to keep moving on, to improve and to be better people, right? Perfection cannot be achieved, right? So that's why I say that practice takes you to evolution because that we can achieve. We can always be better. That's the thing. But no matter how tough it is, the practice, it is just needed for you to keep going. You just keep training. You just need to keep training because if you acquire consistency, eventually 
you will also improve, as I said. So taking this to IELTS context, if you're struggling with a specific part of the test, like part two, for instance, don't simply give up, right? One, because otherwise you'll never pass your test. Secondly, because that's what you need to do. You just need to keep practicing. And eventually, you will learn it well enough to pass your test. Some students have trouble with questions in part two when the question requires them to talk about things that they don't know or, they can, or about things that they cannot remember well, right? But there is no other way than practicing those questions, right? You need to train your brain, you need to train your abilities to be able to talk about those questions, right? You just need to keep training, okay? Let's go see the next principle. So, principle five, focus on the present. During jiu-jitsu classes, it is of crucial importance that we learn the techniques well. But to do that, we need to focus. If I keep thinking about things at home, about next week's appointment, or even about whether I'm going to be able to apply those techniques I'm learning or not, so I will probably not learn them. Right? That's why you need to be there entirely, completely there. And that is true for your IELTS test too. As when you're learning a new jiu-jitsu technique, just be completely there when you're practicing for your IELTS test. So you can learn the techniques well, the techniques that you need to apply in your answer. And to be able to use that knowledge during the test, right? When you're taking IELTS, there are, there are lots and lots and lots of different facts, right? That can affect your performance, right? Your psychological balance matters, right? So try, I know that it's hard, right? Easier to say than to do, I know. But try simply to focus on that, right? Mainly on the day of the test. Don't keep thinking about how your marks are going to be, if you're going to succeed your test, if you're going to need to take another... Simply don't think about that, right? Just be completely there. Focus on what you can do right now. Focus on the present. Don't think about your past experiences with IELTS and don't think about your future experiences too. Because when we live in the past, to live in the past, right? That's an expression. When we are thinking or overthinking about things that happened in the past, we oftentimes create a feeling of anguish because we cannot go back and change things. So you keep there feeding that feeling and that is not healthy. On the other hand, when you keep overthinking about the future, you create another feeling. The feeling of anxiety and that is not good for you too because we don't have control over the things over how things are going to be right the only moment in your lives in my life in our lives 
that we have control over is the present, right now, right? So we should better pay attention to that and focus on the present, okay? Let's go see the next principle. Principle six, you improve nothing alone. You improve nothing alone. One of the most beautiful things in Jiu-Jitsu is that you can improve nothing if you are alone. And that is so, so true. You always need somebody else to practice with. You can watch videos on YouTube, you can watch videos about techniques, but alone you cannot simply improve. That is so true. And that is the beauty of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because it teaches us that we need people. We need to help people and we need to be helped, right? Because we are going to learn something only if we practice with another person. That's it. And I can watch videos all day long about a technique and a specific technique, right? That I want to apply, like a uh, leg lock, for example. Leg lock would be a system of pressure and levers that I apply over my opponent's leg in order to get a submission from him, right? So I could be I could be watching videos about that all day long, but if I don't practice it with somebody else, I would never learn effectively how to apply it. That's the thing. So with IELTS, it's the same. You can study the theory alone, but you can only really learn how to do it effectively with someone else helping you out. That's the thing. It can be a speaking partner, a tutor, a teacher, but have this clear in your mind. You will need them, right? You will need them. Otherwise, you could be repeating the test so many times with no need, right? So save yourself some trouble and start looking for help as soon as possible, right? Have this in your mind. And it is okay to need help, right? It is okay. We are human beings. We need to interact with each other in order to get things we want to accomplish in life, okay? Let's go see the next principle. Principle seven, the lever magic. One of the first techniques that people learn in Jiu-Jitsu classes is called arm lock. By that technique, someone uses his hips and legs to make a lever and, ap and apply pressure against someone else's elbow joint. So, some of you might have seen this. Uh, you know when you're watching a fight on MMA, uh, broadcasting or something like that and one opponent is with his arm and the in between the other opponent's leg like this right and the legs are all over here over this part of the body applying well for those <laughs> listening to the podcast the legs would be over the chest of the other opponents right of the opponent and by doing that technique I would be applying pressure over my opponent's elbow joint, right? If my opponent doesn't submit there and I keep going with that, he could be in a 
in hot water. He could be in bad situation because if I keep pressuring that, if I keep applying pressure, I could break his arm. So that's it. That is one of the most famous jujitsu techniques, right? But the thing is, the thing here is to use your strongest part against weaker parts of your opponent's body. And thus, and in this way, a smaller person can easily defeat a bigger one. So, do you remember I told you that I've seen people weighing 60 kilos only, defeating people, defeating opponents with double of his weight, right? So, and that is so true because they, the, the, the people weighing less, use the strongest part of their bodies to apply pressure and lever over the opponent's weaker parts. That's the thing. That's the principle. To use your strongest ability against the weaker part of the opponent. And taking that to IELTS, you can learn how to use your strongest skills to perform better, even when you are required to use your weakest skill. For example, when you get a difficult answer asking you to talk about a topic that you really don't know much or are not used to, there are ways to bring the question topic to a subject that you know how to talk about. Okay, but again, those techniques of doing that to keep, to bring in a question to a topic that you know how to do, you only learn when you're practicing and when you're practicing and getting help from someone else, right? The thing is, there are ways for you to do that. So there is no need actually for you to be so worried about the questions you receive because there will always be something to be done, right? You need to train how to use your strongest skill even when you're required to use your weakest, okay? Let's go see the last principle, the eighth principle. So, if you can't move your opponent, move your own body. Okay, here I'm going to tell you a little story. My jiu-jitsu professor, the master of the academy where I train at, once taught me this lesson. If you can't move your opponent, move your own body. There was a day and I went for the class, but on that day, there was only me there. No one else appeared. And then he himself, my professor, the master, he taught me the class. He was a big man, a very big man, and I was under his body and I couldn't budge him. I couldn't move him, right? I couldn't move him off. I couldn't release myself. So he said I should move myself then instead of moving him. And as magic, I got to release myself. That's the thing. When preparing for IELTS, you cannot change the questions you get. But you can react in many different ways to them. That's the thing. And that's what you should have in mind. You have no control over the questions you receive, but you have control over the answers you give.
I'm, I'm going to repeat it for you. You have no control over the questions you receive, but you have control over the answers you give. And in order to do that, you need what? Practice once more. Okay, so that story was to illustrate for you a difficult situation that was in, but I just needed to change my strategy. And that's what you need to learn how to do when preparing for IELTS. If you cannot control an aspect of your test, then change your strategy, okay? If you have no control over the questions you get, then change your strategy, having control over the answers you give, okay? Well, that was quite a long video and that was a huge content, right? That was a good one. But I still have something else for you. As a bonus of this episode, I have prepared some, some more minutes to talk about the vocabulary used in this class. So let's go see some of the vocabulary we have seen in this video. And the first one is double-edged sword situation. So a double-edged sword situation is something that has both advantages and disadvantages involving, right? For example, if I live in the outskirts of a city, right? Not in downtown, I, it's like a double-edged sword because on, on one hand, I can have lower prices of housing. But on the other hand, I might not have as many options, entertainment options to do as I would have if I was living in downtown, right? That would be the meaning of this expression, double-edged sword. Then another expression that I have used in this class was lever, lever. So a lever is a board or a bar put on a pivot so you can apply pressure on one side to move something heavy on the other one, okay? Another word I used was endurance. Endurance is the fact of keeping up with an unpleasant or difficulty process or situation without giving away. I will repeat it for you. Endurance is the fact or power, ability, right? Of keeping up with an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. You just pre endurance would be the ability to keep going, right? Without giving away. The other word I have used was grip. So grip, as I told you, is a firm hold, right? A firm hold to something, a tight grasp or a clasp, right? The fifth word I'm going to talk about is assorted. Assorted ways. That means of various sorts, right? Various types. Another one is evolve. And evolve is to develop gradually, especially from a simple to a more complex form. As I told you, we can always evolve. Right? We can always be better than we were. The seventh word is tough. Tough. A tough situation. 
Tough means difficult to do or to deal with in this context, right? And the last word is crucial. Crucial or of crucial importance. Crucial means something extremely important or necessary, right? So that's it for us, guys. I hope I have helped you with this metaphorical class, right? Because we were analyzing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to talk about IELTS, but I can clearly see how relevant it is to know those techniques and those principles because they can help you build your foundation, right? The foundation of your answers when you're taking the IELTS test. Okay, it's time for me to go now and I see you in the next videos. Cheers! You've listened to Blimey Cast. For more information, videos and content, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. See you there.